Almost Daily Devotional, Nothing to Fear. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Almost Daily Devotional. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. Today, we're going to be talking about fear and the problem that it introduced into our lives. And I'm going to share with you what God's been laying on my heart and speaking to me about the topic of fear. And I just uh, felt led to share it with you. And that's what I plan to do right now. That's right, folks. I wanted to basically share something with you. And I'm almost afraid to share the source of where this is being inspired from. And that's wrong. I should not, if God chooses to speak to me through a certain means or a certain way, why should I ever be ashamed? What if I told you that God came and spoke to me through a dream and talked to me about this topic of fear? Would, would that be shameful? No, absolutely not. You Would would, it, would you guys decide to, to quit listening? What if I told you I, I turned on the Christian radio station and all of a sudden I heard a song sang by a Christian artist about the topic of fear, and the the lyrics of the song just really spoke to me, and I really felt God speaking directly to my heart about this topic of fear of the future. You know what? The, all the what ifs in life. If I if I told you that, would you be upset? Would you stop listening? No. But if I told you that I read, you know, a book called The Shack. And God spoke to me about this topic of fear and several other topics uh, that God really spoke directly to my heart. Would that alienate some of my listeners? I'm afraid to to tell you that I believe that it would. I do. I, in, in fact, I, I've heard, I've been warned about, you know, the the this book and how alienating it is or polarizing it is. And, and, and I really don't feel like it should be. I really don't feel like it should be. I just got back from a week-long vacation, and it was the most enjoyable vacation. Now, it wasn't a complete vacation the entire 10 days. I, I did a, I, It was a working vacation. I had definitely had both weekends off, but I did a little bit of work here and there uh, throughout the week and had some things that I had to address and talk about or had some phone calls to take, orders to place and stuff like that. But uh, for the most part, it was it was definitely a vacation nonetheless. And my family and I were gone for 10 days, out of town for 10 days, and just really experienced each other in a way that we have never been able to experience each other on a vacation in the past. This is the first one of those vacations where we didn't go away to a place where the whole idea is to go out and see the sights. We had the blessings of being able to go away as a family and and stay in a lake house that my parents owned down in ten, in eastern Tennessee. And it was just absolutely gorgeous there. The house is beautiful. And one of the things that was really awesome is that the house was big enough that the kids were able to play and do what they wanted. And I was able to read The Shack and finish The Shack while I was down there. And I will tell you, I personally believe that this is an awesome book, and I I, w- I personally do recommend it. And I'm going to to, to re- recommend that anybody who listens to me and share that, and you think, oh my gosh, I, I'm just I'm done with Cliff. He's all he's going on about the shack now. 
I encourage you to listen to um, this episode. I encourage you to listen to upcoming episodes that might be inspired by some of the notes that I took. Um, and, and I will share definitely how they fit in scripturally into my thought process. And I will be sharing in my crazy life, probably not so directly about what God laid on my heart, but I think that you'll start to hear it and, and see the effects of not the, not the effects of the book, but the effects of what God spoke to me, uh, through the choice of using the book and what the words were written by the author. And also, uh, I'm going, there's all, there's some massive criticism of this book. I mean, major, major criticism of the book, The Shack. Uh, very well known pastors out there speaking harsh words against it. And anybody who would purport, who would, I don't even know what purport means, but anybody who would propose that other people go out and read it because it's become too popular and it's like a cult and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take on some of those disputes in the about the church podcast and I'm going to lay it out there. I'm going to provide an argument against the argument against the shack, um, in the about the church podcast. And of course, uh, you can listen to Stephanie and I have our very first real discussions about the book, the shack this week on, um, family from the heart. And so hopefully you'll listen to it before you just tune me out. But if you just tune me out, then I understand you've been maybe warned by your pastor or or a pastor that if anybody ever starts mentioning the shack, run away from them as quickly as you can because they're the Antichrist. Well, that might be a little bit of a <laughs> exaggeration, but maybe not so much if you listen to the About the Church podcast this week which uh, let me just tell you what episode that is so that you'll know. Although I will probably just title it The Shack Reviewed um, or The Shack Criticized about the church, and it will be episode 73, I believe. All right, so what is this <laughs> 10 minutes or less on the, on on this um, devotional thought? The person, basically nothing to fear. The person who lives by their Imagined fears will not find freedom in my love. This is a direct quote from the book, The Shack. And it comes from a conversation that happens between God and and, a, and the main character of this book. And this is talking about, you know, the, the fears of, you know, the unknown of the future. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm really worried about moving forward and, I'm just not sure if you know if I can trust all of these things and and it comes down to the idea or the understanding that if you do not tr- if if you have so much fear in your heart for how is how am I how is God going to provide for me or how are we going to make it through this then the question it comes down to the question of do we believe that God is good do we believe that God is good? Do if we believe that God is good, then we would not live in fear. Does that make sense? I, I this is one of those things where the book said it so well, but um, one of the things that just really God laid on my heart when I look back since I started my own business and really started living by faith for the first time in my life was back in January of two thousand eight. And have been living this this life of faith, but I I will I will say that it's not all been by faith. I mean, sometimes well, sometimes I guess maybe it's all been by faith, but 
I've been moving forward. Uh, sometimes having full faith and hope, and sometimes lacking faith. You know, where my where my faith is just wow. I'm I'm you know my stomach is in knots. I can't sleep at night. I'm just fearful of how in the world am I going to get another client? Is another is another person going to pay me for consulting work? Is is another person going to is there any is there any way that I'm going to be able to make another audio uh, podcast equipment sales? Uh is it is it possible that after lost come you know goes off uh during the summer is am I going to lose 40% of my audience uh that pays $10 a month, you know, the the plus members, you know, are are we going to I all these fears have been welled up inside of me um, from time to time. Not all the time. Sometimes I, I I have all the confidence and faith that things are going to be awesome. But many times, many times when I have all that confidence, it's not confidence in my relationship and my understanding of God's goodness and His love for me. But sometimes, what this what what God spoke to me as I was reading this book is that many times this confidence is all about me being in control. So when I'm in control or when I doubt God's goodness and God's love for me, then then I am when I doubt that, that's when fear creeps in. You know, when when I doubt that God is good, when I doubt that God loves me or when I try to control everything, then I'm really not living in the freedom of the love of God. Does that does that make sense? Let, and and of course, you know, is is there kind of okay? That's great, Cliff. You had a great week, and God kind of spoke to you through a book. And you know, maybe I'm willing to accept that it's a controversial book by many people's standards. But you know, how about some scripture? Can you tie it back to some scripture? You know, is there anything out there? That, that talks about God and him being your father and having conversations with him as as a father and a child kind of conversation in a in a loving way and and that talks about fear and 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 that you've been free and and all this other stuff absolutely it's Romans chapter 8 verses 15 through 16 so when i read this story and when i read this section i had already read you know, I, I have a pretty decent working knowledge of the New Testament and an okay knowledge of uh, just an okay knowledge of the Old Testament. So I, I have a, a pretty decent um, uh, foundation for for my faith in Scripture. And when I read this, this is where it's like, wow, th- here is a way of telling this to me in a way that really awakens something that I know to be true from reading in Scripture. Let me read to you what Romans 8, chapter 8, verses 15 and 16 says. And this is from the New Living Translation. It says, So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you have received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. There we go. 
the the spirit of what what this is saying to me and and this is and of course there are many other scriptures that I could pull out about you know not being fearful and, and in fact if if you look at all the times when angels when god sent angels to approach men and 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 it's like the very first it's like do not be afraid hey it's me don't be afraid i am good I love you intimately. I I love you not in just a God slash human relationship. I love you as your father. And of course, sometimes that's very difficult for us, uh, especially for those of us who have maybe not had the best relationships with our fathers. It's very difficult for us to understand uh, the relationship of having God be our great heavenly guy upstairs who loves us unconditionally and 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 who who has every intention for our goodness and 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 stuff like that it's it's hard for that and it's hard for me to even imagine that as me being a father because i so suck at being a dad sometimes most of the times almost all the time although this week i will tell you i i praise god because i really had some wonderful uh, times just in the last two weeks, really honestly, in the last two weeks, I've the actually last three weeks. The week before we went on vacation, I went for a weekend away, and remember, I, I, well, for some of you who listen to my crazy life, you know this. I had a great um, men's weekend away, although it turned out a little weird, but that's neither here nor there for this show. But anyway, Matt and I had some great time, father son. And then this week, this past week, we went on this vacation, and I had some great time with all of my kids together. We had a great time as a family. Uh, we had some great time where it was just me and Matthew and Megan together. There were some times when it was just me and Megan and McKenna together. I had some great times with just me and McKenna, just myself and Megan, and I'm going to try to fix my grammar here in the middle of this with myself and Matt. It, it was. I just really felt like... You know, I had some great times with my children, and I'm just praying and hoping that I will be able to just step away from the fear of the future, the fear of what's going to happen tomorrow. And 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 thinking back, what about don't fear for what you'll eat or what you'll drink? And it's not like I'm saying, okay, God's just going to take care of everything. I don't have to do anything. That is not true. There's there's a scripture that talks about the the fact that that those who do not work should not you know they don't eat you know I I believe in working and now working does not mean miserable stuff and, and gosh we're like hitting fifty billion topics here but here's the deal fear no, nothing to fear there is nothing to fear what what God had spoke to me now the now the truth is is I don't think that this is something I'm going to get this past week. And then all of a sudden, for the rest of my life, it's forever changed. I really believe that I'm going to still struggle with this one. And and the reason, I just feel it inside. But I really believe that God spoke to me and says, listen, if you believe, if you have, if you continue to have fear and anxiety and worry, uh, not, not that, I, you know, not that concern and stuff like that has to equal fear. But if, if you can't sleep at night and if you're paralyzed by fear in such a way that it's hard for you to focus on doing something that, that gets you out, you know, that moves you forward, if you are paralyzed by fear of the unknown and and if you're and, and, and I'm talking about you and it's like me, if God, like God's talking to me, Cliff, if you're afraid of this, Cliff, if you're paralyzed by fear, 
then do you really believe I'm good? Do you really believe in my goodness? Do you, do you really believe that I love you as your father? And this book really did help me to understand God as my father in a way that I have not really thought about God. In a way, yeah, somewhere in my head, I I kind of understood, well, God's much better than any earthly father, and he's perfect, and blah, blah, blah. But this this book really helped me understand that in a different way of telling the story. And I'm going to share that in the About the Church podcast this week episode, I think I said 73. I, I hope that you'll check it out. But um, anyway, if you don't, today's today's um, almost easy for me to say. Today's devotional thought is there's nothing to fear. We have not received a spirit that makes us fearful slaves anymore. We are not fearful slaves. Instead, we have received God's spirit when he adopted us as his own children. Now we can call him Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are his children, that he loves us, and that he is good and is working for our good. May God richly bless you today. Thanks for listening to my rambling. Bye-bye.